There are some Bible verses or Bible requirements that are very, very difficult for us to carry out in our lives. For instance, in Matthew 5, 11 and 12, the Bible says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Now, how does one rejoice when one is being persecuted? But this is exactly what Peter and the other apostles did in the book of Acts chapter 5, verses 40 and 41. They were beaten for preaching the gospel. In verse 40, they were beaten. In verse 41, they left the judgment hall, rejoicing that they had been counted worthy to suffer for Christ. So they were living out Matthew 5, 11 and 12. In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, the Bible says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How can I give thanks when I just lost my spouse or I just lost my child on an operating table? Job gave thanks to God and glorified God after he had lost all of his children in one day. The fact that a Bible requirement is difficult does not mean that God does not require it. Now, I'm saying all of that to prepare you for this. If you examine the Ten Commandments, you'll notice the first table contains four commandments, commandments one to four. The second table contains six. The first four, our duty to God. The next six, our duty to our fellow man and woman. Commandment four identifies God as creator, the one with authority over our lives. Commandment five, which begins the second table, identifies those on earth who have authority over us, fathers and mothers. The authority of God, which is identified on table number one, must always take precedence over the authority of not only parents, but any other earthly ruler whose requirements conflict with the word of God. Let me say that again. The requirements of God, the highest authority in the universe, must always take precedence over the authority of any earthly figure, whether it be parent or civil authority. Observing the Sabbath is a duty we owe to God. The word duty sounds a little out of place. Perhaps it's an act of love we owe to God. This must take precedence over any other earthly decree that conflicts with the law of God. Matthew 10.37 tells us, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And so Jesus in those words is simply supporting the arrangement of the commandments on the tables. For our duty to God. Commandment 5, our duty to our parents and also earthly leaders. My listening friend, sometimes parents may encourage their children to take exams on Sabbath because they want their children to get those degrees that they might have a secure life. This is wrong. No child must disobey the heavenly father for the sake of the earthly father, as tough as it may be. Our allegiance to God must always take precedence. And so no one should violate the Sabbath to please a family member, whether the family member is a spouse or a child or a cousin or an in-law. It makes no difference. God must always be obeyed first. 
no child should be encouraged by parents to work on Sabbath simply to earn money. That child should say, Mother, I love you. Father, I love you. But my first allegiance is to God. I began by saying there are some Bible requirements that are difficult to carry out, but God requires them. God first at all times. The Sabbath commandment must take precedence over any other earthly decree, whether from the government or from the family circle, that conflicts with the law of God. As you keep the Sabbath holy, my listening friend, remember this, in observing the Sabbath, you are recognizing the highest authority there is. That is the authority of God above every other authority. May the Lord bless you as you, by his power, keep the Sabbath holy.